back to Coffee with Friends. I'm so stoked that you're here and continuing on this journey with me. I just want you to know that I am so proud of you for wanting to invest your time into growing yourself and encouraging your soul with the word God has for you. Today we sit down with one of my good friends, Caitlin, and talk all things friendships. Kate continually encourages me to be my best self and shines a big light of Jesus. I'm so excited for you to hear her wisdom, so grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy a life-giving chat with your new friends. Throwback dance club. Oh, 
take someone rather than I'm jealous for a moment and then I move to go on. Yeah, yeah. And, and most girls don't know how to, they don't know how to switch those emotions. Mm-hmm. And sure. I just, I think girls over time, like, I mean, I've had even relationships here in the last several years where there's the point where they're literally taking anything about my being and just throwing it at me. And I'm like, huh? Mm. So then you start picking yourself apart. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, it's me. But I mean, it's down to the point of, like, I had a girlfriend say, stop asking me if I'm okay if I haven't, like, if I've been quiet. Like, you're, you're caring too much. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? Because, like, my gut instinct with people is usually, like, I know when something's wrong without even talking to them. Yeah. Like, I can tell through a text. I can tell, like, just, I think that there's a vibe that I'm like, okay, something's wrong. I need to ask them if they're okay. And something that most people really appreciate in somebody else, I've been, like, dissed for that. And yeah. I'm like, so then it's like, okay, well, I, when you're being told you care too much, then that's not, like, that's a good friend. Right. And so it's like, we're going like, how is that a bad thing? Yeah. Sometimes. Like, where do you, where, where do I draw the line now? Like, I can't care now? Right. I remember, so, my sisters are kind of like that, and... I'm very much different from them, and anytime they were crying, I'm like, what's wrong, what's wrong, and they always tell me, when you ask me what's wrong, that's when I start to get upset, and it's not anything bad on their part, it's just constantly trying to, like, nag them, that's when it gets, and our person, we don't mean to be that way, that's right. just us worrying about them, right, but they, they don't come from how we are, so they can't, they can't even, like, well, they don't understand. Like, why are they asking me that? Mm-hmm. Because they would—they're not like that, right? And that's why conversations like this are so important. Because if you both aren't communicating why you are reacting a specific way, then everyone's going to be upset. But totally, conversations like this and just having deep conversations with your friends on this bothers me, and this is why. It's nothing that you're doing. It's just that's just how I am. But then also learning how to love each other better through that. And then maybe, for me, I'm trying to not ask that question as much, even though I do care. But then also on the other side, it's, okay, maybe I just don't get upset because I know they're coming from a good place. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Don't don't make somebody feel bad for being who they are. Right. Because that's what it ends up being. And I just think, and I mean, honestly, I've had... I've always been kind of made fun of for this, but I think for a lot of the reasons, um, well, one of the main reasons I've had that I've had a lot of guy friends is because of that. That's probably the main reason. Because it's like guys don't, they don't, they don't deal with all the emotions and crap. Like they're just there for you, Mm -hmm. or you can be there for them. And girls are just, and they're just cattiness and everything else that goes into toxic friendships. And do you feel like that's why? a lot of girls do go towards guy friendships. Maybe, because there's no, there's not much drama. Yeah. I mean, you can call your best guy friend up and tell him something, and he's going to tell it to you straight, and that's it. Yeah. There's no hiding with guys. So I want to ask you the question, then, what have you found that's good about having girlfriends? Because I think it's extremely important to have girlfriends in your life. Totally. And you know what? The funny thing is... Today, I just talked to you about, we were talking about friendships or something, and the moment I turned on the radio, Caleb came on, and they were going to come back up the next song and say, 
we're going to talk to so and so about why it's so important having female best friends. I was like, <laughs> wow, <that's> okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm still like, I have, I'm somebody who, I have all different groups of friends, mm-hmm. but I'm very particular who I let fully in. Um, I have close girlfriends that they don't know my dreams and my goals and my ambitions, but it's like when I'm uncomfortable talking about with, like about that with them, like that says something to me. So it's important to have those different friendships, but it's important to have the ones that you can talk about Jesus if that's something you're passionate about. You can go to church together. You can go hang out and do whatever and have deep conversations that are meaningful and impactful and these Friends are going to encourage you and support you through all seasons of life. I mean, I've been going through a crazy season of life, and I've had, like, you and several other girlfriends who are just like, I'm here for you if you need anything. Yeah. And knowing you have that behind you, whether it's on your worst days or your best days, and you have those cheerleaders, and they're not judging you for what you're going through, and they're praying for you, they're praying with you, they're praying over you, everything, like, that is so important, especially for your mental health. Absolutely. Because, like, when you don't have those people to run to, like, my mom is one of my best friends, but it's different going to your mom or your dad or your even your sibling than is, like, one of your girlfriends who, yeah. like, they're going through the same stage of life as you, so they yeah. can relate a lot better. Definitely. And having those mentors, but also, like you're saying, yes. those girls that you are pouring into and pouring into yes. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I was talking to another girlfriend yesterday, and it's, you know, Jesus had... He surrounded himself with anybody and everybody. He didn't ever say, no, I don't want to be friends with those people. He wanted to be friends with everybody. And I love people, so that's like, I, I want to be friends with everybody. But like I said, he also has a select few that he, and they knew everything about him. And he knew that's everything. That's a great point. And it's like. And then inside that select few, he had a select few. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's like, you're only going to have those select few that, I mean, know from beginning to end, right? Like, of everything that goes on with you, your thought. I mean, I have told you, like, thoughts that I've had, and, like, I feel so much shame for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but there's other friends that I would never even think about sharing that with because, A, I don't trust them, and B, they're not, they don't have the same values as me or morals, mm-hmm. and they don't see things the way that I do. So it's hard because, like, if somebody's not following, for example, in our situation, if somebody's not following Christ, you can't have some of those conversations with somebody who doesn't have that. It's definitely harder. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, and not that not they don't listen to you, but they don't get it. Sometimes, yeah. And it's like they don't have, the, they're not walking the same faith, which that's fine too. Like, mm-hmm. you need a diverse group of friends because it challenges all of us yeah. to grow and become better people. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, so when did, when do you feel like it's time to walk away from friendships like that then? I think... So, for example, I had friends that were putting me in situations that were against my morals and values. I mean, like, they were cheating on their fiancé, and then I was being put in the lies. And and it wasn't like it just had started. It was like going all the way, and she was my best friend, but going all the way back to middle school, she was always cheating on her boyfriends, and I was always getting thrown under the bus, and then I was picking up her mess. And I'm like, that goes against everything that I... And, again, I'm not perfect, and I, to this day love her to death and I wish her the best, but it's like, when you have something that's making you morally uncomfortable and it's not in alignment, in alignment with who you are, you can't, like, God has one path for you, and it's the straight and narrow, and if you have friends that are constantly pulling you off of it, yeah. that's the enemy, mm-hmm. because 
okay, I don't go to church this one Sunday, and I, because I was hungover, and I was out with this one friend, well, then you're probably going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, and again, not that I don't like to go out and have a good time, but if I have a certain direction in life, and those people are pulling me from it, yeah, like, I'll hang out here and there, but it's not going to be something that I continuously do, because it's, that's not part of my plan, that's not part of God's plan, yeah, most importantly. And I think that that's, honestly, you just looking back, reflecting, and discerning when it's time to go, because I have a best friend that I've been best friends with since kindergarten, we came to kindergarten with the same Barbie lunchbox, and it was, oh my god, I you're on 
season, but you're still getting mocked by other people, you know that you're on the right path. Yes, and I think I've told you this before, but one of my girlfriends who um, I love dearly, but her husband has, I mean, just flat out publicly mocked me, like, oh, you're a Jesus girl, a church girl, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. whatever. And that's sometimes where, again, okay, I step back, but I also forgive because that's what Jesus would do. And I still love them just the same. I just may love them from a distance. Yeah. Because you can't put energy into that either. Yeah. You can't do it to yourself. Yeah. So I just, it's it's hard, but it is hard. So I want to, I want to go back to your point of a different perspective. Okay. And when when is a different perspective good, and then when does it? When can a different perspective get a little toxic? I think for me, when it's toxic, um, when it's draining, when it's like I said, if you're like a constant battle on those, like, uh-huh, and it's, okay. or even like when they're not showing up for you and they're tr- showing their true colors of like it's a one-way friendship, like. They may not be a bad person, and they might may not even be like aware of how they are as a friend or lack thereof. Yeah. But it's just so toxic to you because they're not walking the same walk mm-hmm. as you with Christ or morals, yes. values, goals, dreams, whatever maybe. Because I found that I have several girlfriends that they they love Jesus too, maybe not in the same capacity or that they're they're just in different parts of their lives and um, they may make their significant other the number one priority and friends don't even exist anymore to them, you know? Yeah. And I've had, for example, I've had friends where, you know, I'm there in the middle of the night when their person's breaking up with them and I'm there to be with them. But the moment I need help, it's like, oh, well, it's inconvenient. So yeah. that's the one thing I learned in 2020. People will only be a friend to you when it's convenient for them. And it was so hard to come. Oh my gosh, it was such, and it was so hard because I hold on to people, and I, I believe in people, and I love people, and I don't want to walk away. But when it constantly, like, it's three or four or five times in a row, it happens, and my mom finds out, I'm like, I'm like calling, I'm bawling, and I'm like, and I think I even told you about that time. It's like, why am I doing this myself? They're showing your true colors. You can be there for them, but don't invest in them. Like, if they're not investing in you and they don't care, like, yeah. just take a step back. Yeah. Maybe it's not the time to be friends. Maybe yeah. you're not going to be close right now. Maybe you both have to go your separate ways, and sometimes you may, may end up back together. But I think that there's been other friends that it's, like, a, my guy friend, like, we're very different in some cases. But he's such a good friend to me mm-hmm. in all the other ways that, like, I would never cut him off. Yeah. Like, it's his, like, the toxic part that could could be toxic, I don't let it be toxic. Like, I don't let that invade me because it's a very small percentage. But if, but if like, if you have a pie and it's a very small piece of the pie, then, yeah. then, okay, you can get over that. You can look past that and maybe, again, be the light in a lot of And I think, though, when you have the more toxicity in a relationship, friendship, whatever, if it's more than the good stuff, that's when you have to walk away. Yeah. If that makes sense. 
Oh, absolutely. And taking, kind of comparing the two, it's one toxic trait is a little bit more consistent. Um, yeah. So you yes. can, I think you can start off small, but it's really recognizing the consistency of that toxic characteristic or whatever that may be. And then that's when you kind of really have to look at, like you said, okay, does the good outweigh the bad or does the bad outweigh the good? And I think that's when the tough decisions have to come. And you can still love them and you can still pray for them and all of that kind of stuff, but it doesn't mean that they have to be in your life on a regular basis. And I... That even brings up something in my, like, the back of my head, you know, it's like a filing cabinet, just something, you know. It's <laughs> um, like a SpongeBob uh, scene where they're like, like going around in his head, and there's like a million different SpongeBobs, and they're running, 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 there's so much fire, and then there's a million filing cabinets because SpongeBob goes blank, and they're like trying to find what to say. And I'm like, we're yellow. <laughs> yes. It's like me just running around, like, yeah, where is it? Come on. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Thinking, how how do I make friends? <laughs> and 
godly women, but when you immerse yourself in the church and you just go up to a random girl, she's not going to be rude and shun you away. No, because she's probably in the same boat you are. Exactly. Let's be real. Exactly. And so I just really invested my time in creating a girl godly community here in Nashville, and that has literally been the biggest blessing ever. I've learned so much from all of the girls. They all come from different backgrounds, stories, everything, and that's just been... The biggest thing, the biggest thing that I've learned from actually gaining true friendships that will withstand. Time. And you know, also, what else is another girl and I were talking about? Um, you don't want to have friends that you worry about the moment you walk away that your name's going to be brought up in a bad way. You want to be somebody who, when opportunities in the room, they bring your name up. When yeah. they talk about, oh my gosh, you shouldn't be my girlfriend, lady. She is amazing. She yeah. is, like, loves God. Like, she's inspiring, motivated. You know what I mean? Like, you want girls who are at a table with other people and are talking nothing but wonderful things. Or they're having your back. Because mm-hmm. until probably just recently, I didn't have girlfriends like that. And I think I even told you this. Like, or you, told, you said it to me a couple weeks ago. You were like, you've not had girlfriends like this. But this is how girlfriends are supposed to treat other girlfriends. And I was just, like, shocked. I'm like, no, you don't have to. But I felt bad for, like, you being a good friend. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm finally getting what I've prayed for. Like, I've prayed for years and years and years. Like, give me girlfriends that when I need a listening ear, when I need help, when I need advice, that they're there for me, too, not just one way. Like, I've I've needed the – and not that I – you know my personality – I'm sorry, I want to help everybody. Like, don't yes. worry about my problems. Like, don't worry about me. I'll We're working on that, though, right? Yeah, like, 2020 taught me about, like, <laughs> this is a whole different episode, but asking for help. That's what 2020 taught me. But when I asked for help, I was constantly rejected by the girlfriends who I thought were my friends, and they weren't. Mm-hmm. And we built a wall. Yes. So then you, like, you put this bar around your heart that is like, no, no. And I would honestly, I would also rather be alone than to have these toxic friendships because I don't want to feel awful about myself around people like mm-hmm. I would rather be alone at that point absolutely yeah and it's like when I start having these like girls that are just like I'm here for you I'm truly here for you I'm praying for you I mean what can I do and like I don't know I have not known what to do with you guys because I mean that sounds that sounds so silly but like I've always been so good <laughs> I just never like I've never I've always just prayed for that like and so then in the last year, like, I've just kind of let other friendships kind of fizzle out on their own. And if they're not contacting me, that's why I'm, like, not, I'll send, like, a text here and there to those people. But, like, if they're not contacting me, don't worry about it anymore. And so I've let these other friendships come into my life, and it's, like, such a blessing. Can you talk me through how you, you've prayed for girlfriends that are godly and then how you've prayed to get rid of... Friendships. So I prayed to get rid of friendships before I prayed for the girls to come in my life. Okay. So I knew what kind of friendships I wanted. I even have it written. Actually, I think I have it written down in this. Um, I went through a time where I was writing everything down, just like what I really wanted in life, the mm-hmm. goals, like all this. And I was like, what kind of friendships do I want? Like, if I wanted to go out and pick, what kind of friend do I want to be to other people too? Yeah. And I was like, okay. If there are people in my life that need removed because they're toxic and I don't even realize it, and you're you have these other girls or other friends in general that are supposed to come into my life, like take the, 
take the ones that I'm not seeing away from me, like that I don't see that they may be hindering my mm-hmm. my future or whatever. Yeah. So I remember I was going through a really hard season and I started like having all these like epiphanies, like, oh my gosh, wait, oh my gosh, wait. Don't fight that. Don't hold on to that friendship. He's removing the ones that you God always is gonna he's gonna take you out of comfort zone. You ask for it, he's taking you out of comfort zone. And I got so to the point where I was like, I was almost like, why would they be like that towards me? And then I'm like, no, I know, just like I've had in relationships with my last boyfriend, they have to completely like rip my heart out and like stomp on it for me to let go of somebody. And that's what was happening. And I was like, okay, here we go again with stabbing. But he was taking those people out of my life and I started praising him, like, thank you for doing what I didn't know that needed to be done. Yeah. Like, you saw something, and that's what I always like the quote. It says, God has been in rooms where your name has been spoken, and you don't even know about it. That's why he's doing what he's doing, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I think, like, okay, he knows why I shouldn't be friends with those, per- those people, you know? So when I'm praying for these girlfriends, I'm like, give me these God-fearing women that they understand me and we get each other and we're there for each other and encouraging each other and, and, and supporting each other. But also I need those, like the tough love. And I mean, you give that to me sometimes. <laughs> like, I know. It's it's gonna gonna be be <laughs> and I have the two. I'm like, just let me help you. And I'm like, Oh no, I don't like it. That's just not you. God, it's so hard. Um, but I just, I wanted these people that like, not only am I being friends with, you know, whether it's in church or going to get lunch or coffee or working together like you and I do or just hanging out and doing whatever or if we all end up vacationing together or, but I want a, I want a group of girlfriends too that we're making an impact for like this world. We're changing the world. We're, we're giving other females and even, and even guys too, but like females to like reach out to other girls because we're all feeling the same thing. Like, we're all struggling to find good girlfriends. And you want the genuine people that you're not afraid to, like, show up with no makeup and haven't showered and just crying. Like, like it's like, it's it's so hard to find those people. And I have very few people that I know that I'm 110% I know. Like, if I was sick, I know those people would be my doorstep helping me. Mm-hmm. And I also want those girlfriends that, like, we're going through these different life stages together, like whether it's dating people or getting married, having kids, and like we're all kind of on the same page. That it's like we're uplifting each other, but not enabling them. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want I don't want you to enable me and like yeah. just be like, oh, it's okay, I'm fine. Like, right. like tell me what I need to hear too, yeah. in a good way, like yeah. like in a nice way, because I might cry. <laughs> Like, I don't know. 
slap me over the face with a loaf of bread or something that it's just like a loaf of bread. Yeah. Midwest. <laughs> And I think it goes with that of 
just pushing you towards your calling and discussing dreams and being like mine is like okay I know that you want to be a writer and a speaker I'm going to push you to do that mm-hmm. and what if I get there first for example I'm not going to be like I mean that you did yeah I'm like, like no like this is what works for me girl come to the mountaintop yes yeah. like this is what worked for me this is my advice to you and then I get to encourage you on yes. how you're going to get to your calling because I've learned that everyone's calling in this world, which to me is mind-boggling. It's like a spider web. It's totally. It's like it's, it's the weirdest thing. It's insane. Like one person's calling is going to spark someone else's calling, and everyone's calling is unique to them. Which we have a creative God, and that is because of our individual experiences. Yes, we're all originals, mm-hmm. and nobody else can be you. So why would you try to be somebody else? Man, I'm getting fired up. I'm getting fired up. And then you're going to impact different people than I'm going to impact different people. Yes. And I think that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people like what you're saying. I can share with iron. Yes. We talked about that. Like, surround yourself with people who are going to make you better. Yes, absolutely. And I think that whenever – I have a best friend, Anna, and she she has challenged me in so many ways because she – has a different perspective, I feel like, than a lot of people do, but she's so good about it. She's so good about saying, well, Whitney, why don't you think about it this way? Mm-hmm. And then we have a discussion about it, and I may not agree with her, right. but that's okay. It's just, she's now saying, why don't you just think about this, and we'll talk about it. Okay. And I know I've done it with her, like, all... I know that she said living in this house with all of us has helped her faith grow. So we've helped her faith, and she's helped us think about things in a little bit different of a way than what we've probably been taught our whole life. Or you know, yeah. Mm. It's 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 fun having because I mean we're all we all have different personalities too. So like, I mean you and I have learned a lot about each other that. Somebody else probably wouldn't have brought it up me, and I, or somebody else wouldn't have brought it up you. But it's like it's so intriguing when you actually allow your mind to open up. Yeah. There's not just one way to think about this thing or do that. Like be open-minded enough to like receive. Like, oh wait, yeah, they're right. Like, and it, it's gonna help you to grow. Like in the end, like friendships help you grow. They shouldn't hold you down. They shouldn't make you feel bad. They shouldn't always have you questioning. Like, oh, are we even friends? Yeah. Like I and I've, I've had too many of those. Do you feel like you've ever been that toxic friend? I'm like, sure I have. I think all of us have. Yeah. Because I think that when personalities, especially, don't go together, um, experiences don't go together, the way that we're living our lives don't go together, because I might not be the way they are, the way they're living their life, they're like, oh, wait, I, I don't feel like I can be my, my whole self yeah. around that person. Um, yeah, I think we all have them. I think that I've, I've looked back at friendships, and one in particular comes to mind. And we were really good friends in middle school. And then high school hit, you know, you get boyfriends or you just get other friends and you kind of part. I think I could have been a better friend in that area, but looking back now, we've actually reconnected, and it's such a cool story, we're really super close now, and 
I'm super blessed for her friendship, but kind of what you were talking about earlier, sometimes you're just not meant to be friends at a specific time. And I look back now from how I'm able to be a friend to her, and I look back now and say, oh, I could have done way better. Yeah. And I think that sometimes that's why it's good to reflect on what have I learned? What can I get better at? You know, how can I love my people better? You know, all of those things. Because then you're like, okay, I was a toxic person in that season. That's what I don't want. Yeah. And you can learn from yourself. Oh, yeah. You know? I think we all, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty because you never know until you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, I could have done that differently. But, I mean, there's different things I could have done in other friendships. But I also think if I would have done things differently, our paths would have been different mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have let go. Yeah. So I'm kind of grateful that, like, either A, I stood my ground or that I just didn't let myself be as... I wouldn't say a pushover, but like I just didn't set my boundary as much. Yeah. And the cool thing is even if you weren't following Jesus in a season, he's gonna still use that season that you weren't following him for the season that totally. you do follow him. Totally. Which is crazy. But because mm. he just God, he's just always there. Yeah. He's just always there. Even oh, like, that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's mind boggling. Like to look back and be like Gosh, I was such a brat, and you were so like, Caitlin, I love you. Yeah. You were my daughter. Which I'm super thankful for my parents for that, because I'm sure I was a brat. I was a nice brat as a teenager. <laughs> oh my gosh, my poor parents. Love you, Mom Dad! Shut up! <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking about parents now, but... Do you have anything else you want to add? Like, anything that we didn't cover that you feel like people need to hear I just think when you're when you have feet make sure you surround yourself with people that you know you can be yourself with because I have struggled for years always trying to fit in mm. and I think with my girlfriends in high school, middle school high school there was 14 of us and there was always drama and I always I just felt I mean I, there's two girls that always make fun of me because I was the Jesus girl and not that I was perfect, but like I just, I didn't always want to follow what they did. And sadly, if you are associated with people that aren't, you know, maybe the best people out there, but I just have learned over time if you want to have true, genuine friendships, you have to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was always put on a mask, I think. Yeah. Looking back. So, like, when I, like, when I can be my weird self, like, that's when you know, like, okay, that's, like, that's, yeah. that's the real deal. Like, you are who you see. Or, or, yeah. This is what you get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? This is me. This is me. Like, you hate me, yeah. whatever you want. Like, I just, I, it's exhausting when you have to feel like you have, like, have to cover yourself up and mm-hmm. be like they are. Just yeah. a bit of, I can, I look back at it sometimes and think about how, how do you act around your siblings? Can you act that way around your friends? And I'm definitely an oddball, and I'm okay with it. I love it. But can I be my crazy self that I am around my sisters, that I am around my friends? And like what you're saying, when you get to that point, you're like, yep, I can do that. I'm comfortable doing that. And that's, yeah, you want, you want to be 
feel like you're accepted. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's human nature. You want acceptance. And if you feel like you have to be a certain way around certain people, like, I'm going to tell you right now, it is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I just think you have to just be selective. You can have big groups of friends, but be selective with who is your, who are your Peters and oh. your Johns and all, I mean, like the I said, main, the main people. Jesus had many friends, but the, the select few were. Everyone was his friend in his eyes. And I mean, hey, I want to be friends with everybody and every dog and every animal, but we can't. Is it even recording? Yeah, it recorded. It was like literally recording the whole time. It was like 45 minutes. Alright, well, let's just try it. Okay. I'll start. Well, let me ask a question. Okay. okay. So, is there anything else that you would want to say that we didn't cover um, that you just really think that people need to hear? I think the most important thing is to be yourself, be true to yourself, be your genuine self in order to get friends like that you have to like take off the mask yeah because if you're constantly trying to keep up with them or be like them and you're not being who you really are it's really exhausting I think I wore a mask for far too long and when you start being the real you and you know that you're comfortable around those people Mm -hmm. that are in your life um those are the those are the f- true friendships you want around because like you've said before if you can be around people and feel like you're around your siblings mm-hmm. you know like okay that's me because yeah. the person i am like my parents house and stuff like <laughs> i want to be this just the dingbat goofy yes. like doesn't care at all what the world thinks yes because i know i'm not that person all the time and it's draining emotionally mentally spiritual i mean like it's just constantly like god made us individuals for a reason like Mm -hmm. we have our own hearts and our own thoughts and i just think just don't hold back who you are um because it's sad the world needs you and that's going to make your friendships more genuine and fun and you guys will help each other grow in your weirdness and (laughs) goofiness and we all need that. We all need that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think just, like I said, Jesus had so many friends. And I love having a lot of friends. But the select few are the ones who truly know me and get, like, get to know me. Yeah. And same with them. For sure. So. Well, I am super blessed to get to know you. I'm blessed to get to know you. But... <laughs> Your friendship has been seriously a huge blessing in my life and you came in at a very prominent time that I was needing friends there's a lot of change going on in my life and we reconnected and that was just one of the sweetest things that could have happened too how we reconnect I mean just I know life is funny and there there again like in the season of life we met isn't the season of life we became friends absolutely so it's just what was it two years later yeah, it was 2018. Because we met. I started working there in October yep, we 2018. Yep, met, met 2018 and then in 2020. We only saw each other a 
couple of times. We just hit it off, but it was just yeah. one of those, you know, where you're, you hit off, and it's just like, well, you yeah. don't see him again, and then, yeah, we two years later. Thank God, I mean, thank goodness for, like, social, social media. media. That's the one thing we can Seriously. say. That, but Yeah, two no. years later. You've been a light in my life. It's. I was going to tell you the other day, I'm like, thank you for being such an encourager and a supporter and, like, yeah. having my back and not judging Every me single day. All the chaos that is my life right now. <laughs> Seriously, I'm always up in the air, aren't I? Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> and even when we're together, you're like, oh my gosh, focus. <laughs> well, going back to what we were talking about, how you're like, our conversations always just go. That's how I am the rabbit hole. This has I? probably been the most direct conversation we've ever oh had gosh. about one topic. One topic. Well, That well, deserves a praise. Um, we have put a little random things in there. I could just go on about, like, that's how. Because we get so deep into things. But, like, it's because that affects that thing. And that mm-hmm. affects that thing. Which affects this thing. So then it's like we just go down, like, this little spiral. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a web. Yep. Like, it's just all connected somehow. So it's just crazy. But thank you for being you. I'm so thank grateful you for, for you. you. I'm so grateful for oh you. my gosh. What would I uh, do without you? Don't know. You're like my little sister. <laughs> Stop. Like, I have to look Don't up to you. Just like a little sister to me. I just feel like I can just take you under my arm. Just like, come on, little little one. No, I'm, I'm actually sometimes I I'm so, sometimes feel like you have to drag me along. Like, dude, stop. Like, okay, come back down to earth. Like, it's fine. You're going to be fine. Like, we're all fine. Everything is fine. That's what I feel like. You're fine. Now. I'm fine. Everything's fine. We're good. We're, we're living life, living it for the Y'all, long. Y'all, you better start listening to her podcast because she's amazing. <laughs> she brings... Well, they obviously did if they made it all the way here. But I said podcasts. Oh, yeah, you're right. They may just came here for me. Yeah, you're right. But y'all better keep checking in with her because Coffee with Friends is... <laughs> lit, lit, lit. I don't even say that. I'm not Gen Z. I'm millennial. Are you Gen Z? No. Oh Are you millennial? Yes. I don't know. We're like five years Millennial apart. ends, I think, in 96, which I was born in 95. So. Oh my gosh, you're just the cutoff. Yes, my little sister is Gen Z, which is weird. I have cousins that are, and I just, I'm like, you gotta stop. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. You are messed up. <laughs> Poor kids. I know, right? <laughs> no, you, really, you drop wisdom, and Thank I you. look up to you. I, I admire you, you. I adore you. You literally look up to me, and then you spiritually look up to me. <laughs> All the above. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being here. It's truly been an honor, and I am so grateful for you and just everything that we are going to dream together and accomplish together. So, I love you so much. Let's make an impact in this world for Jesus. Boom. Mic drop and pound it. Boom. Boom. Love you. Man, y'all. A tough conversation navigated in a way to show Jesus through love, but also learning your worth in friendships. To know your worth is to know Jesus. Kate hits on a huge point that I think we can all learn from. Praying for God to remove those friendships that we need to be removed and then praising him for it. Oof! Praising is an act of gratitude. When we have gratitude in our hearts, we can approach seasons of waiting for those friends with a much more loving and attentive heart. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is so fun. Can't wait to see y'all back here next week. You're worthy. You're blessed. You're loved. Peace, y'all.